0: Welcome to the Horror Junkies Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. I'm Pat. I'm Dylan. I'm Jorge. And we're back another week. Another week. Is this three fucking weeks yeah. in a row? Yeah. Yeah. Three weeks? We're on a yeah. fucking roll. Yeah. <laughs> We've only had one mishap in our comeback. We- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> November's going to
1: come around the corner and people are going to be like, wow, they're still here.
2: We need to be on a goddamn <laughs> cinnamon roll. <laughs> <Here>? <laughs> mm. It's the last oh. episode of last week. <laughs> I don't know if
3: I'm the only one But I've been craving a Cinnabon So fucking bad for like weeks uh, dude. Well every time I go to Halloween
0: Horny's with Patrick His ass has to stop at, as we're leaving To get a fucking Cinnabon Cinnabon <laughs> has like,
1: to be the biggest piece of shit meal <laughs> I could think of It's like who just goes in And is just like hi can I have Seven pounds of frosted cinnamon cake Please no utensils I'll eat this with my hands outside In the rain like a monster <laughs> and don't even think about I, giving I, me napkins. I
0: every time I go to Halloween Horror Nights or go to like Universal, I always want to get a pretzel. Yeah, but mm, every fucking time I want to get a pretzel, they're closed. Oh, damn. damn, that's yeah. fucked up. It's the saddest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I think. You know, I
1: hope that's the saddest thing that ever happens to you, <laughs> guess, <sorry> to God. <laughs> I hope nothing but the best for you every day. Goddamn. <laughs> this man just wants a pretzel. <laughs> it's like suicidal oh, tendencies. God. I just wanted a pretzel and she wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> bam, bam, bam.
0: <laughs> Institutionalized. <laughs> over a fucking Wetzel's
1: pretzel. Oh, Meanwhile, fucking Pat's passed out on a fucking picnic <laughs> table outside a fucking city walk, icing, just and, icing all frosting. Over his face covered in pants. For, all icing all over his pants from when he wipes his hands on his clothes like a fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> <laughs> In a diabetic coma Yeah in. This A1C like, is cut, like 50. Cut my leg off Now Give <laughs> yeah, this
0: man some Fucking insulin that, His ankles and feet Are just purple Yeah
1: <laughs> One more bun the, please he,
0: he bought two The last time we were with Two you, so. Pat, it was fucked my animal. girlfriend. <laughs> he said one, one was for him and one was for his girlfriend. That's what they all said. That's what he, he says. That's what he says. I think one was for the ride home and one was for when he got home. They're like, sorry, babe. They
3: sold out. I only got one.
1: Jesus, mister. You're an animal. <laughs> he's not even saying oh, anything. God. He's just laughing because he's like, no. ah, I deserve it. Go <laughs> ahead.
0: <laughs> he knows it's true. Um, but we got a fun show planned for you. Yeah. One thing we're bringing back, since so many of you have asked for it to come back, is the fucking
1: news segment. It's cool to stay updated.
0: Um, yeah, so it's it's actually I'm you know I'd never stayed updated when we weren't doing the show, so I had no idea what the fuck was dropping at any time or what was being released or projects that were announced. And Patrick sent like a thousand <laughs> fucking texts in like three minutes, and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Pat. Pat um, went a little manic. He did, he both a like, good reason. Boom,
0: for d- definitely good reason. Yeah. but I think one of the things that came out recently that tickled all of our beards <laughs> is the fucking scream trailer that just dropped. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. five cream. <laughs> uh huh.
1: <laughs> that looks George. Looks of good. course, hasn't watched it. Of course, George, George hasn't watched watch it. <laughs>
3: I have been told that I, I need to watch it and shut the fuck up, but I still refuse. I am hold, I am holding strong. Good for you, no, George. Watch it and shut the fuck nope.
0: up. No, because everyone that was like, talk like oh, there's too many spoilers. Apparently, the, direct, the director came out and was like, everything you think is a spoiler is not. Yeah, yeah. there's a bunch of fake there's outs. There's still so much
2: more. Yeah, a lot of fake outs. Well, yeah. And also, um, they this the new Scream script, before they started filming, there's like five scripts that was passed out to the actors and actors. Damn. So they no one knows who really the killer is. There's like three different scripts and shit. That's, that's, cool.
0: that's I awesome. think, and I think Patrick also believes this, is this too. That Stu, I believe
1: is it too. Back. I believe yeah. it too.
2: And Dylan, All right, you don't have
0: to, to watch the trailer. Stu? To know that they have to.
2: It's either Stu's no, they coming have back, to, no, they have or
0: to. I just think the way they the story plot, the kind of the way they kind of announce that it's they're coming back and killing the like the people that are related to them. Right. It would make sense that the person killing them is somewhat familiar with. The original um, group and scream. Yeah, because so. it's just called
1: Scream, so it's like, it, does it just have to do with what happens after Scream? Because I thought Scream Two mm-hmm. was just fine.
0: I love them all, <laughs> even the worst of it, which is Scream Three. Oh, I <laughs> haven't, I haven't
1: seen anything past two.
0: Really. Yeah, sir. You sir. should really watch. We should do. We're gonna have Three. to now. <laughs> yeah, Scream Four is actually really good too. Scream Four and Scream the TV series surprisingly were really okay. Good. The TV oh, show yeah. was fucking awesome. The TV show like was that yeah, was cool. One of my favorites t- because like it really played to the the who did it who done it type of shit, and at every corner was just a surprise. And I really did like the concept. They how they. Reimagined Ghostface as a character, I thought the 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 mask was a lot scarier. Um, but I also do love the ghoulish, f- foolish looking yeah original screen mask as well. You know like, what?
1: Yeah. TV actually has been doing a surprisingly well job with taking some horror properties and making them into like fully fleshed out, full fledged killer scripted television. Yeah. I mean, they did it Definitely. with, you know, I consider Silence of the Lambs a horror movie. I consider it at least. Oh, yeah. And Hannibal was a fucking killer show. Oh, Hannibal yeah, was, was killer. Hannibal.
3: I, uh, he
0: was
1: what, killer. I saw, what I saw of <laughs> the Exorcist TV show was actually pretty creepy.
0: No, it was it was, and yeah. I mean, it survived. It did not survive the first season, but no. it was. I thought I enjoyed it. I thought it was better than some of the, like the walk, some of the Walking Dead series, which is what we <sighs> that
1: show needs to stop
0: consistently got for many well,
3: years. That it, show it, it's, needs
1: it's, to stop.
3: It's literally like you read my mind because I wanted to talk about the new Chucky show on Sci-Fi. Oh, there it is. Um, uh, yeah, it's, I haven't watched it. I haven't even seen a trailer for that yet. Oh, yeah, I feel dude, like a lot so, of it, it's I, so funny. I, I literally didn't know it was happening until like. Is Bradley Someone was Dorf like, hey, are you going to watch Chucky tonight? I was like, what the fuck, Chucky? And like, yeah, they uh, Yeah. Dude, it's actually pretty. I'm hooked. I am excited for episode two. Really? Is I Bradley
1: do. Dorff the voice of Chucky? Uh,
3: mm-hmm. I think so. I have no fucking, fucking
0: idea. idea. Bradley, Bradley
1: Dorff Dorf yes. fucking yes. acting. He is? Yep. Oh, wow. For those of you Ooh. who don't know who Bradley Dorff is. Bradley Dorif is the original voice of Chucky. He's yeah. also Worm Tongue in Lord of the Rings, mm. <laughs> and he is um, the Gemini Killer in The Exorcist Three. Oh. Now, Pat, Love now that. Pat George and Mike all know. My affinity for the third Exorcist movie. Dude, the third and Exorcist <laughs> movie is so fucking good. It oh. is. Oh, I want to talk about it on this podcast so fucking bad. I want to talk. <laughs> a, we will do it I,
0: because we have not. We'll we have do not an episode
2: on it.
1: Definitely. I have the perfect movie to go with it.
0: What? Okay. What is it? Um you all tell all ever surprises. seen?
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll surprise.
0: Well, I wanted to fucking know, so fuck you. Uh, <laughs> all right, I fucking I like surprises. That. Okay. Well, D- Dylan, just text it to me then, and then we'll just leave everyone else in suspense. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Sounds good. I can do that. <laughs> but I mean, are you guys excited for the new scream? F- yes, movie. It looks. Oh, yeah. it looks good. Yes, They're am. bringing Sidney Prescott back. They're bringing fucking a lot of the original. Neve Campbell, back. Hubba Hubba, <laughs>
1: Dewey's coming back. <laughs> I love Neve Campbell. Um,
2: hey, how about this? How do you think about this Dewey being the killer? No, Dewey being the killer. Yeah,
0: <sighs> I really. I don't know. No, I think that would be a cop. That was supposed to be the I original
2: don't... script for. Uh, Four really for four, yeah. Dewey was supposed to go crazy about his sister and then he goes and becomes Ghostface. Oh,
0: I I think I like that for four,
2: yeah. I don't I
0: don't know if I want to see, but that. I, I prefer know, fours.
2: I'd like no, I like that it's the niece from uh, I
0: like four. It that it's the niece too in Scream Four. That well, was, that, sorry, was Dylan. that was a plot twist. I, I, I forgot I,
2: I, don't I have care.
1: Seen, I forgot I seen it, not Scream Four. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh dude. It. It. dude! The killer in the Spoiled third movie—it's it. so fucking ridiculous. I haven't seen. Well, Three don't say either, it. Goddamn! No, Stop. Don't feel bad. Yeah, no. I
0: haven't seen him either. <laughs> um, and then another. <laughs> Sorry, killer Dylan. That dropped.
1: <laughs> oh, what are y'all? I saw I some think... before, Mike. I know what you're getting into. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do oh, want to yeah. bring this up. I saw you're someone fine. post a photo of an action figure in a box from the new screen movie, where mm-hmm. the killer is Courtney Cox's character, the news reporter.
0: Ooh. Excuse me? Yeah. Courtney Cox. <laughs> yeah. I need to see
1: this. Now I could, I mean. See, all, now we're
3: going down the rabbit hole.
1: It's probably, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. most yeah. Now likely Now you've it's opened fake. up
0: the screen Pandora's box. Yeah,
2: Man, most I likely hope it's Stu, fake, though. I mean, that would like, be so cool if they brought back Stu.
1: I think, I mean, I think Matthew Lillard is such a fan favorite from the original that having him oh, back yeah. in it will be huge. I think he'll, I think Matthew Lillard will face, a will, uh, Come upon a renaissance in his career, much like Brandon. I feel Church like that's happening right now.
2: Yeah, I agree. Hey, if Jamie yeah. Lee Dude, could I, be in I,
3: Halloween. I, he could be in Scree. Jamie Lee, and bring be him back anything. for another Scooby Doo
2: movie.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> please. <All> right, <laughs> please. Mike, send please, some please. emails. We need to have do 14 ghosts. <laughs> I'll send some emails. All right, Mike. What uh, are we talking about? So that so recently we saw like a weird poster um, revealed for a movie called The Black Phone, starring Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. And um, re- over the weekend, over at Beyond Fest, they actually did a screening of that movie, and then like the next day, we got the trailer drop, uh, the trailer for it. And I'm so excited for this fucking movie because I have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Me either, because I didn't see it. <laughs>
4: I'm so
0: excited I can't talk loud. <laughs> I, can't, I can't
1: talk loud.
0: Excited about that
1: fucking movie. Um, if anybody, Ethan if, playing if a if villain anybody- for
2: the first time too.
1: Uh, is he, he's always has he good not guys been a villain movies. in anything else?
2: No, this is his first role playing a bad guy pretty much.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah,
2: and not cuz in Sinister,
0: you know, he was just like the father figure. Yeah, he true was the hearing writer.
1: <laughs> he, uh, he's not a bad well, guy my yeah, illusion. Never I've never really seen him
0: like <laughs> as like a villain in a in a movie like this. So he's gonna going
1: He's going to crush it. Like he yeah, I, it looks like he's list. really just eating that whole role. Mm-hmm. You know, like I you like just, the fact
0: that he's a magician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's really weird and like the mask he wears. I don't know. Overall concept design for like him as a character is just already blowing. And me I mean, yeah. I,
1: if anybody can tell me a movie that this looks like, I'd like to know because it doesn't look like anything I've ever seen before. No. You know, with yeah, like the, the, with concept like the concept of
2: the kids on the phone. <laughs> Yeah, the black phone. Like, like there's no
1: cord, but it talks to like dead kids of his victims and stuff. Yeah, and they help him. They help the kids yeah, train girl's to, the like,
0: premonitions. Yeah, the phone so has like, the sixth sense.
1: <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we're gonna get a really crazy twist out of this movie, and I think we are too. I hope yeah. so, man. And you know what? The trailer is so fucking good. Now it's kind of cursed to have to live up to expectations of the trailer. Well, movie, I've heard
0: yeah. um, from like everyone that went and saw that saw the screening of it. They everyone's like, "Dude, this movie's that's fantastic. what I heard about." Like it's ten out of ten. That's
1: what I heard about the new Ghostbusters movie. S- I've Me heard too? really good things about I've people heard that who've it's seen really it. Really good. Really. Yeah, yep.
0: that's intriguing. Yeah, I need to watch it. But I have, I have I've heard good. Things well, the trailer. About the I mean, yeah, well. the,
1: the trailer has been the same. They haven't really put anything out new. But it's mm, got.
0: I've pa- only seen that that first trailer where it's just like them goofing around in the old
1: car. And it's shit. got Paul Rudd in it. I mean, God. Oh, Paul Rudd's so great. Oh, God. I love me some Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd's uh, fantastic, man.
0: And then, I mean, uh, while everyone listens to this to tomorrow when we drop this episode, uh, it will be a theatrical release of Halloween Kills and, uh, in both theaters and on Peacock. So I know we're all gearing up to watch it. Uh, yes.
2: Very excited. I'm, I might go to the movies this, tonight, I'm gonna actually. Go out, huh? I might go to the movies tonight. Oh shit! Oh, they're doing a minute release.
0: I wonder if I can yeah. talk Issa into doing that tonight Holy too. Oh shit, dude! If it's not packed, I'll go. If it's not I'm packed,
3: I'm gonna get in trouble. Dude, they, <laughs> gonna get in trouble. Uh, are they really doing a midnight screening? Yeah, uh,
0: uh, of uh, course Winter they player. are. It's always bro. They get. I I also just paid for Peacock too today to have like the <laughs> Premium Plus. <So laughs> anyone who's listening, if you don't know how to watch it, you know, at home, I got have a two-player. I got a two. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but uh. Uh, I'm just going to go talk to Issa about getting snacks prepared for our event tomorrow night. Well, like, watching Halloween Kills at home. Well, I wanted <laughs> to
1: go to Jacksonville and see it at Sunray. But mm. they're playing the new Bond movie, and they're choosing to play Lamb over Ooh, Halloween Lamb. Kills. They're not even, they're not even showing Halloween You need to go Kills see for-
0: Lamb. Fuck, fuck everything else. Yeah. I need to see Lamb. I've heard nothing but weird things. It's just another one of those weird A24 <laughs> movies.
1: Yeah, my friend Nick uh, in New York went and saw it last night, and he goes, I just saw Lamb. Uh, What? That was his review. That was his review was, uh, what? I saw an an article on Twitter
3: earlier, too, and they were like, Lamb, new movie. What? (laughs) Bro.
0: I can't I just love that A24 gives directors and writers a chance to really just do weird, creative, never-before-seen movies. I mean, yeah. They really bumped up when you had the witch, and then you had fucking right. Midsommar, and now you have fucking the lamp. You have the lighthouse, which they're all just bizarre ass movies that I don't feel like any other production company would have picked up. And I want to talk about who's
1: doing who's doing the Wolfman movie with Ryan Gosling. What?
0: Yeah, Patrick, you pulled what that du- up. What That's director shit. is I that article there. in front of me? <laughs> he said I didn't read I the article. Times. I just posted
1: it. There was some director attached to it. I don't know if it was. <laughs> Uh, I know. I think it's Blumhouse, isn't it? It's a Blumhouse production? I mean, it
0: yeah, sounds it's going like to it be a Blumhouse thing.
1: Okay. Yeah, Ryan Gosling Yeah, Ryan is the Gosling wolfman.
0: to play the wolfman in New York. Year- no, it's not going to be Blumhouse because oh, Blumhouse and Universal do things all together. Yeah,
1: that's why there's so no. many Blumhouse things at oh, yeah. Uh,
0: it's literally B- Leigh-Wan Blumhouse is the director. I think yeah.
1: Blumhouse, I think Universal owns Blumhouse. I think they do too yeah, now. That's yeah. why you get so I many Blumhouse houses. Like That's well, why you had the fucking purge forever. Yeah, and the Blumhouse.
0: But yeah, I mean, there's some cool things going out in the the horror universe. Nosferatu um,
1: movie Ro- is that Robert Eggers? Nosferatu is that Robert Eggers? Yeah,
0: Robert Eggers. Oh, yeah, man, Robert Eggers is doing the Nosferatu movie. I cannot wait. Um, I think Ari Aster is doing like a another weird, cult-ish p- pagan movie. Do whatever you want, um, man.
1: <laughs>
0: Mike, Fla- <laughs> yeah, right. Mike Flanagan has a new show. That's coming out that's going to be around like terminal ill patients that come around and tell spooky stories. Oh, Ooh, wow. I like that. Um, yeah, no, I read the synopsis. It sounds really fucking cool. Um, that man is just on a streak. I'm, I'm 100% certain Mike Flanagan sold his soul to the devil. I feel like yeah. he's
1: doing something <laughs> um, else too. Isn't he doing? I feel like he's doing he, something else that we talked about and I can't quite remember. My memory is probably trash. He's
0: involved in like fucking everything. Yeah. I mean, like, think about it. He's done Dr. Sleep, the fucking Hill House, Bly Manor midnight mass he's done and he's done other i think he's doing another stephen king book right i think he is too yeah i think he's working on another stephen king product it's I not the salem it's wrong. not the
1: salem's lot uh thing that's coming out halloween next year that's someone else i think that's james wan
3: that's the yeah yeah oh but oh um, just to keep just yeah, to keep our facts in check blumhouse is not owned by universal but they have a 10-year production deal
1: oh hey, thank you george yeah. so
0: I mean, you you can't be mad at Universal being your production. No, no not at that's, all. That's, that's, that's awesome. They're putting I mean, your
3: content into the hands of the fucking world.
1: I mean, Universal <laughs> is pretty much the home <laughs> of horror, you know, classic <laughs> Universal Monsters and stuff. So. <laughs> the Casa
0: of Horror. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, they're the ones who gave us our biggie Universal Monsters. So. Yeah, so. it's true. Wish they would re- redo that whole universe and actually take Please it make Javier hobby- dark-
1: Please make uh, Javier. They, they tried and it and failed and they were like, "All right, just yeah. scrub it."
0: They didn't try it. They didn't try it. They said, "We're going to make the mummy, but we're going to make it an action." But they did like, the Invisible
1: Man in 2009. I wonder if the Ryan Gosling Invisible Man uh, movie is going to tie into the Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss.
2: Oh, what the Werewolf movie? I it, yeah. I hope so. I think because Invisible Man I was think, actually good. Really I think good. the
1: Invisible Man was like a soft test. Mhm. Yeah. Cause, I mean, look
0: at what, to see if they could do R rated, scary. Because
1: you could. Because S- you could do that with a movie that doesn't look like it's going to branch into anything. Because look at what right. look at what Split did for Unbreakable. Yeah. Unbreakable yeah. wasn't going to have a sequel. It was. It, yeah, it was but not then even the, the Mummy one, Unbreakable. Like, it's it's like the, a, mu- it's, the it Mummy becomes remake. a shared universe.
2: Yeah, the, the Mummy know? remake was like hands on, like trying. It was they were making that movie to make sequels, and it, it showed in that movie. Yeah. yeah but the, well, also Invisible Man that, is kind of like it's own thing I and mean, you could spin off and do the other monsters with that in that yeah. universe but also Del Toro was like I'm, I'm out
1: I just want <laughs> I
2: think I think he saw what their, their
0: idea and he was just like
1: I just no. I just want a Guillermo Del Toro directed Dracula movie with Javier Bardem as Dracula that's all I want
0: yeah Holy that's shit all, that's what all anyone that's a that, fuck that. fucking fucking sick. asking for much? Here he is back on our show again. Holy shit.
3: <laughs> just he always comes into Honestly, our people episodes. are going to start thinking it's scripted at this point, but it's really just fucking not. We're actually backed by Del Toro, so <laughs> I'm <really, laughs> sorry. We <laughs>
0: have to mention him a certain amount of times per episode to, to keep that funding rolling in. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, let's fucking jump into this this fucking what are we episode, talking about? man. We got yeah. We got we got two movies, two new movies. Um, ironically, one of the movies is a sequel to um a movie that we discussed on our last episode ever, three years ago, Candyman. Right. And then another little feature film that dropped on the um streaming universe called Malignant that's taken the world by storm. Um, <laughs> in a good or
1: bad way, it's up to you, really. Good way. Good way. Good I good think way. in a good ah, way. Too. I think everyone yeah. really
0: enjoyed Malignant, yeah. um just as well as everyone, you know, Candyman is fantastic and we'll get into that discussion but um i think let's see what you guys want to do first you want to do malignant yeah let's do malignant, yeah. malignant. all right fucking guys. james Wan. <laughs> so if you haven't watched <laughs> malignant um we'll try to do a non-spoiler you know discussion first but then you know we'll kind of jump into it the movie's been out for a while now um it's not even on hbo anymore really? um, because i think it's going on to the they're going to start doing more th- uh it took it off the streaming to put it into theaters, if I'm not mistaken. Well, oh, true. Mortal I Kombat,
1: know that. Mortal Kombat came back to HBO Max. Yeah, so I think I'm sure
0: it will come back. It will come. I'm back I'm thinking on HBO what
1: they're Max. going to do is they're going to release it and then take it off and then give it some time and then they put it back on the platform so people can enjoy. Exactly. It. But
0: they they were like they wanted to do it dual kind of like what Halloween Kills is doing with Peacock right. and theaters, or it was released in both. And then, yep. it, you know, I think it left the theaters, and then they were had it on streaming service for a while. Then they took it out of right. th- streaming, putting it back in theaters, and then
2: yeah. weird world we live in. And I love the
1: movies. options, man. I love the options of Me being too. able Same to watch here. it at home. I love it. And I, I think, think that's, that's what
2: got th- that movie some legs, too, was yeah. that it was on streaming, and, so, and mm. word of mouth. Honestly, yeah. Word of mouth spread oh, that yeah, movie. It blew,
0: <laughs> if, I think I was the first one to watch it and I like blew up all the group chat I was like, Yo, guys, you gotta fucking watch
2: Blue. If it. Squid I was like immediately watched I was, like, watch I was it. like, Come on, it can't be that good. If Squid <laughs> Game was on
1: cable TV, it wouldn't be as big as it is now. Like streaming, Same. Yeah, like, yeah, I feel I agree like with that. everything you really that gets hype that isn't a reality TV show or a sport a live sporting event, anything like that is absorbed like either all at once or on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. They have, it's just better, you know, yeah, it's yeah. almost, I mean, it's, it's, to me, Netflix is just like HBO or Showtime or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's literally a, a station or a company that does their own shit, but also shows other things. And it, I, I mean, so yeah. we've, we've, I mean, we've had that concept. It's just never been on demand until like now. Exactly. Yeah. But this movie came out in September of this last year. Yep. James Wan directed it and he helped write it. But uh, Ingrid Bisou was also a writer on this. I think that's his girlfriend Mm -hmm. or his wife.
2: Yeah, it's, it's I think so. Not that that's why
1: she got the job, but I'm just saying, like, I think that
0: I think she helped. I think she writes a lot of the. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah,
1: the yeah, I think she is a scriptwriter. Yeah. Before. Yeah. Uh, it had a budget of uh, of about forty million dollars, and it grossed about thirty-two it million. It, it 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 grossed about thirty-two million, so it didn't make back its money. But I'm wondering, like, it's almost like streaming services for music. How do you quantify streamed views into cash? I don't know how yeah, that works. I, I mean that. I'm sure yeah. there's
3: some royalty in the contract where like a certain amount of streams per or whatever every stream yeah, they get some yeah, sort of revenue. That's possibly very true. And according yeah. to I mean that's
1: according to Metacritic. What would you say? I was saying according to Metacritic It uh, uh, seems to be right down the fucking middle. It's about a fi- really? it's a 51. Which yeah, I would I give it 51 more.
0: 51 on Metacritic. Yeah, I yeah. think I'd give it more. I'd true, give it more cuz I mean even on IMDb Uh, I think it has it sitting at a. 6.3. Yeah, 6.3. I'd give it Uh, it more.
3: Dude, this movie. I'd definitely give it a little bit more. This movie was fucking awesome.
1: It was great. I think it was a nice, refreshing
0: (laughs) take from James Wan because, I mean, as anyone who listens to the show, and plus you guys know, I'm not a fan of James Wan that much. Right. (laughs) I typically don't like his movies, but I really enjoyed this. I thought it was refreshing. And I actually do um, kind of agree with the tagline for the movie A New Vision of Terror. Um, because I, I, there was, it was kind of, it was original in a, weird, in its weird body horror. I mean, it brought body horror and a paranormal feel to it that we've never really seen A person seen on IMDb,
1: yeah. literally the title of his review was, it's a murder mystery, 80s slasher, Kung Fu, science fiction, body horror, B-movie splatter comedy.
4: <laughs> and it is, and it. It is literally, it is. it is literally
1: all of those things. It's it's Literally, it's got so much to love in one thing, and I've seen, and you know what I looked up people's YouTube reviews of this movie to see if if in my opinion people really got the spirit of what the movie was supposed to be, and it's an ode to movies that you like VHS movies you'd see on the rack at Blockbuster or at your local video uh-huh. store, and be like, what yeah. is this? I've never heard of it, and it's some scary movie that's really shitty, but it's full of <laughs> camp. And camp it can be an art form. It can be a, a, a way to guide your movie and make it just so out of this world ridiculous. And it and it really gets there because I I would love for someone the same person that says. I knew what was going to happen in Malignant are the same people that say, mm, my tattoos didn't hurt, but they have, like, two tattoos. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I, I fall yeah, asleep during my tattoos. Don't. And it's like, fuck you, dude. You're not cool. Like,
0: I didn't have, like, my aha moment until right before, right before it's yet. almost revealed.
4: Right.
1: right. Cause yeah. Because
0: then you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's going to be this
3: and then you're like Holy well, well this shit, is a perfect but- example of a movie that like kind of they tease it they point you in a direction but also give you enough to pull you away from it at the same time right, so it's yeah. like you're right. like oh i got this figured out and all of a sudden it's like oh shit no i don't what the fuck plot twist and i then- think that's where the originality
2: is with that movie because it is such like a yeah it's a paranormal movie and whatever but it's like it plays on that with on the audience and shit yeah. I, I think it gives a- you something unexpected at the end
1: <laughs> i've seen a lot yeah, of people I mean- on youtube Try to and that like they go. This movie fails at being scary. It fails at oh, being God, able to be yes. taken seriously. It <laughs> oh, fails at so much. And the, all they really had to do was. Oh, I thought I was getting another Conjuring movie, and I didn't. And I'm mad. And it's like exactly. yeah. and it's, <laughs> the, the people don't understand now. This could be the marketing team's fault for really showing the movie. Oh, I, I think, that was, is, I think uh, that was
2: part of his charm.
1: That's what the uh, cabin in the woods. Yeah. I didn't know what I, that movie. I, I sat, think I sat the down in the theater to watch it, And you. that movie basically went, huh, gotcha, bitch. And it's like a whole different movie. And I think that's, that's great. how
2: I felt when Mike was telling me about the movie.
1: Yeah, right.
2: I was like, no. did you see that trailer? I'm like, I'm not going to go see this. And then <laughs> I said, get your ass on each. He I said, he watch said the <laughs> movie. It's- Mike said body horror. And he knew
0: that's the word is going to wear this, gonna trigger me. And I'm yeah, like, all right, let's go. <laughs> all right, fine. All I had to say was like, bro, body horror. And Patrick was like.
4: Oh, word! Sold. (laughs) Going to
0: watch because (laughs) how often do we actually get movies that actually, actually, actually have body horror? No, exactly. This movie gives you very grotesque body horror. Dude, it's intense. And if you haven't watched it, you really need to. Um, And I I feel like we want to dive more into it. So I mean, like I think based on that little, hey, we danced around the title a little bit, gave some pause. It go watch the movie. It's worth to watch now. Yeah, right now, pause the show. Go watch it Then come <laughs> Leave back. Leave work. Three, two, one. Holy shit! Gabriel? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Gabriel. Gabriel. <laughs> Cut off the cancer. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> dude, <Doll>. dude, bro. <laughs> that Holy scene where that girl,
1: or the girl is when she's a little girl and she's giving expo- like She's talking about how she like feels and whatever. And then the camera does a slow turn and all you see, this it, yeah, fucking nasty looking fucking Quato total fuck, recall bro? thing on her back. It's a and parasite. You're just like, what in the fuck is that? Cause bro, like,
3: that was so beautiful <laughs> though. The way they like just slowly panned around, just like single shot, just completely just went and around. Just, and then all of a sudden it just eh. reveals. And you're like, holy shit. I was and
1: it so looks excited. Practical. It looks practical.
3: No no, no, no. So hold on
0: before, before we even get into that. The movie starts. We're in a fucking weird lab or uh, psychic, uh, psychiatric war type of thing, and all you hear is the alarm go off. It got, it's getting out, and the people are just being <laughs> slammed. Yeah. and blood is everywhere, and you're just like, "What the fuck is going on?" The prison scene needs and to be discussed. The, on then its you see own. the converse.
1: The prison scene needs to be discussed on its own uh, a little bit later. Cause it's just such a fucking awesome fun scene from start to finish. Yeah. But I saw a couple people, uh, make some, make some guesses. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is a hundred percent true. Cause I mean, I haven't heard from James Wan himself, so I'm not going to assume, but do you know in the scene where, because what happens is how do we explain it? Well, she has, she has an abusive boyfriend, or just yeah. a, just a total shit. Yes. And you know what? His He's character his <laughs> character is so mean to the max that that's yeah. what, that's a part of the camp. That he is yeah. so unbelievably mean, where he like blames her for the miscarriages she has, and then he fucking pushes her head into the wall and then makes a hole yeah. in the wall. And
0: and that's kind of how thing, All of a sudden, things start happening. Things start happening after. Yeah. But when
1: someone said, uh, someone said, you know, watching this again. Um, the When she goes and stares at the crack in the wall where the head mm-hmm. was hit, mm-hmm. um, they say the shadow looks a little bit different than her. It looks a little bit more disfigured. Hmm. And they're Ooh. saying that the shadow represents Gabriel coming to life or coming back from co- coming to consciousness. Okay. Oh. So that's an interesting it. way to look at it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, oh, so like the, the clues were there in a weird way to kind of guide you into what it's going to happen, but in such a way that's so subtle that you won't get unless you view it a second time.
3: Well, well that, that kind of makes sense, but cause like the way I see it. So like you could say that Gabriel, like basically like symbolizes trauma, right? Kind of right. sits in the back of your head. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those things that just like always keeps with you. Trauma could cause you to like completely well, no, cut he, things out of memory. So that's why she doesn't remember her childhood. And when she got hit well, in the head he, like that, it kind of brought it back so brought gabriel back to life that like childhood trauma and all this other nonsense that like you know she deals with Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like if you look at the whole movie she's struggling with family you know she's struggling with well she was adopted yeah she was adopted you know she was in an abusive relationship so a lot of those things like kind of build up and eventually like you kind of hit that breaking point and i think like her getting slammed against the wall was that breaking point Mm-hmm. Oh, that's definitely what it makes you believe, and that's why I think Melina does
0: really well in the first half of the movie. It sets up this weird supernatural esque beginning, yeah. where you're like, "What the fuck kind of movie am I watching?" <laughs> then you're cut. Then you cut to this, you know, this couple. Uh, you can ver- you can tell off the uh, right off the bat that there's some weird abusive, you know, uh, type of relationship going on between the interactions between her and the uh, husband or boyfriend. And then once that fight scene happens and he throws her against the wall and, you know, it cracks her skull open, that's when all the weird things start happening. It's like, okay, weird. What's going on here? And Mm -hmm. I think the thing I love the most about Malignant until you finally get that aha moment, like, oh, shit, this is what's actually going on, is that you actually think there's another person. Right. That's doing all of this.
1: And you know what kind of bothered me? I saw on a YouTube review, uh, this guy uh, was talking about. You know the 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 scientist in the beginning who ends up getting stabbed in the bed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, the guy in the review was like, "Well, this is just some no-name character. Why should we care?" And I'm like, "He's not a no-name character. He's like part of the whole reason this is all happening." Like
2: Yeah, it's yeah. the doctor.
1: Yeah, he's one of the doctors. That. Like he's a part yeah. of like, you know, who who tried to, you know, ampute, uh, like amputate Gabriel off of you know her and whatnot because that's what she is she's a, uh, a some sort of living parasitic tumor of a of a fetus that is living yeah conjoined on the back on the back of her head so they share a brain
3: yep Teratoma. they share a
1: brain yeah. And for and that's a that's a funny thing too that someone else pointed out that I had to write down because I was like I want to I want to get the guy's opinion on this, when mm-hmm. Gabriel calls uh, Kokoa, or whatever the name is of that character, when when Gabriel calls on the phone, uh, when Madison's being questioned. Oh, the he hot said, the
3: hot freaking detective. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gabriel says she
1: didn't even know I was in her at her own attic. And a lot, and, right. you, and you think to yourself, that there, well, the attic where she had the person up on the wall, like as a prisoner. Yeah. yeah. Not the attic in her house, but the attic in her body. In her head. In her head. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. I probably yeah, should have rewatched said, this before. That. <laughs> well, I, I mean, this, I, I'm getting this from other people. Right. It's not me thinking this, yeah. but I, I do read this, and I'm like that kind of makes sense in a weird way I'm not saying it's deep or anything I'm just saying like that's another that's another if you know what you're no but it plays off of
2: what George George was saying like it's kind of the house in itself is kind of a metaphor of the body uh-huh of the yeah. movie and her physical like mind and shit
1: that shot where it's overhead and it's like in the ceiling and we're watching her from the top view run up from the bottom stairs to the top stairs right. Dude, that was a cool shot you know, yeah could kind of be it, oh, it, it, <laughs> the inside of the house could be construed and the walls and the shape and the paths could be mm-hmm. construed as her mind in a way yeah you know no, and that makes Gabriel. sense
2: because like looking at the outside of the house it, it kind of looks small and then you go inside the house and the walls are really long. Right, mm-hmm. the house looks a lot bigger than it actually is shown when it appears it's outside. To the outside, and that could yeah. be
1: like a that could be like a representation of mentality and whatnot. Because a lot of people were like, "The house is so small," but outside, but inside, it's fucking huge. What's up with huge, that? Right. And I'm not, and I'm not saying, "Oh, let's give James Wan credit for being deep," but no, if he, he, he definitely it, was. <laughs> if he did it, on, but maybe I, I can't say he did it on accident because he did this movie on purpose.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I think we should give the the real credit goes to. Um, What's her name? Oh, the oh writer, Ingrid. Uh, Ingrid Bisou, because she's the one who I think really did write a lot of this. Because when mm-hmm. you look at interviews of people talking about Malignant, she's the one being really? interviewed, Ingrid. Um, so I think James Wan probably helped in writing this, but I think this is actually one of like one of her. There was another stories. one. I think uh, she, uh, she didn't she write
2: movies?
3: Huh. There's another doesn't one. Didn't she write other movies? Yeah, she. Had, yeah, she.
0: She's a well-known writer. She she's written the Nun. She's worked on a lot of the movies that he's done. She's from yeah. Germany. So she's I think she's done The Conjuring, The Devil, uh, The Devil Made Me Do It, Malignant, The Nun, and um, some other movie that I don't even know
2: what it yeah. is. Yeah, no, um, she's known.
1: Yeah, but I'll yeah, she's like, from Germany too. Ooh. Cool. Mm. Hell yeah. Can we talk about the I, prison scene? The jail prison yes. scene, please?
0: Well, before. Wait, wait, wait. The, when the body horror becomes real? When, the, before, when it turns yeah. into the fucking. Real, real fucking quick? When it
1: turns into David Cronenberg Matrix. <laughs> Literally <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the fuck, man? That so is when shit. Like- that's when fucking. Vin Diesel shot the NOS bro like <laughs> holy shit
0: <laughs> no that movie like at that scene like when the, the all the women that are in this the holding cell with her are talking shit to her and they start kicking her ass and everything and all of a sudden that other personality Gabriel kicks in and just starts wrecking them and I think the funniest thing about is it's, it's all backwards right right so like, yeah it's the just body just, like, moving funnier. backwards
1: is insane to me <laughs>
0: so you would think it would like come off as like really goofy right in no, some scenes it does it does, oh, yes. it does. Is very yeah. campy but in this scene it's just like fucking straight like this dude terrifying. it is could you imagine being locked in a goddamn cell and some crazy mother <laughs> is just coming at you backwards <laughs> yeah not even Slicing coming at you sideways and, dog coming at you with backwards. a trophy
1: turned into backwards. a sword like it's just, yeah. Yeah. like <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that in diablo 2 <laughs> i don't got that sword. <laughs> i wish i did <laughs> that thing is tight
2: and when when it uh, when Gabriel throws the chair yeah. oh, like <laughs> that scene is pure gold because
1: it's
0: just so <laughs> out of left field that a fucking chair WWE just fucking chair to the dome yeah. out of nowhere <laughs> my, <laughs> god, you know my god my god
2: my god <laughs>
0: chair. No, this, I feel like you
2: could have that commentary on it and it would work my hard
1: god somebody stop the damn match <laughs> no uh, no this, do that. this you know what,
2: movies camp does remind me a lot of like evil dead camp Oh, yeah. A little yeah, bit yeah, of, Return, like of the,
1: Return of the Living Dead, too. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that, too. Yeah, it's like, if you, yeah. do, if you don't like Return of the Living Dead, then you don't like Cam. And like,
0: exactly, because Return of the Living Dead definitely delivers Cam. Nobody I know liked you. this
1: movie, except me and y'all. <laughs> but that was like when I got out of The Witch. Nobody liked it but me, and I went with like seven, oh, yeah. eight people, and none of Probably. them liked it except me.
0: No one. I remember when the witch first came out. I went and saw it by myself, and there was three other people in the theater because it had. It was such a big, like a the first theatrical, the limited theatrical uh-huh. release was so. Poorly received, but I was like, this movie's fantastic. Yeah. Bro, that was
2: me during Tusk. Bro, <laughs> Tusk is a great you. fucking
1: movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck you in that goddamn movie. That's a special like, kind I, of fucking I, movie, I tell you. Who I, I do love the actor, though, who plays the old man in Tusk that turns him into the walrus. I do love that yeah, actor. R. I. He's gone dude. He's, walrus. He's in a movie called Red State, which is another Kevin yep, Smith yeah. movie. That, yeah, that movie's fucking wild. I love, love, love that movie. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I I, I'm a John Red Goodman stan. Through and through. 100%. Yeah. I think he's a really pure mm-hmm. human being like Tom Hanks. I just think he's a great fucking person. And so no, many yeah. of it. I mean, I grew up watching his movies. He's so fucking fantastic. Dude, 10,
3: ten Cloverfield yeah. Lane, dude.
1: So good. Oh, oh my God. He kills so good. in that movie. Um, Raising Arizona. But, I mean, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Uh, God. What, what, so many good movies.
0: It's one of the things that... Um, I've liked in the movie that I want to do when I moved to San Francisco because it's just a short drive uh, is go do the Seattle Underground. Yeah, it's a real thing. Because the it's a real fucking Yeah, it's a thing. real thing. It's a, yeah. I was just like, that's so
1: cool. Like, I'll come do it with you. I've always under, I've under always wanted city, to go to Seattle. It's just another fucking city. I've always wanted to go to Seattle. So, like, I'll fly to Seattle and meet you and we'll do it together. Do it. We'll <laughs> hang out. We'll get, that just we'll gives me a reason weird. to go, baby. That's all I need is a reason.
2: I went uh, a couple months ago when I went to Portland. Oh, you went to Portland? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, I've always
1: wanted to go there too.
2: Me too. Yeah, it was fun. And I it feel was I, super fun. I love the Southwest. Seattle kind of sucked.
1: <laughs> I love the Southwest of <laughs> is, America, like Arizona, Colorado, and like New Mexico. I love it so much. But I feel like I would love right. the Northwest even more. Dude, that Pacific been, Northwest
3: is like beautiful.
1: I've been to go. Santa yeah, no, Cruz, Dylan, I, and that's the i Dylan, I completely see I've you been. there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's raining all the time. It's cold and dreary. Yeah, we, total Twin we Peaks to vibes. See, uh, like I would, yeah, I would thrive for sure. And I mean, we I went to Florida. It's like so weird. The sunshine I want you to State. see
2: Kurt Cobain's uh, mansion. That oh, was time. Yeah. That's cool as fuck. Did it smell like teen spirit?
1: God damn it. I, we, was driving, we drove past it. <laughs> God damn it. I did not see that coming. It's the malignant of jokes right there. It was so good. Now, I, do, I mean, I do have some problems with the movie. I mean, the first half is kind of messy. But yeah, it's I like, agree. it's a little bit messy. But it's like, it's not a movie you're taking. You're taking it seriously as far as entertainment factor but you're not taking it seriously as it being like trying to be a scary horror movie. Uh, you know. I think that's
2: why it has good uh good rewatchability.
1: And I don't like that the Pix- that Pixies that Pixie song keeps repeating. <laughs> yeah. Because it makes it feel like a fucking TV show.
2: <laughs> it does.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it feels like a CW night. show. Yeah, <laughs> it's like how every CW <laughs> Yo, show ends with like some some non copywritten version of the Pixies is fucking playing. That was definitely James Wan's
3: doing. <laughs>
0: Mm. Um, I like the fact I liked when they brought the hypnosis or the uh, not the hypnosis. Um, well, yeah, she's a fucking yeah, puts her uh, sleep therapist who yeah. does you know hypnotherapy, and they make her go back in time to kind of recount her steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when shit starts popping off, and the look at that fucking therapist, she's like, "What the fuck <laughs> have I done?" Because it was just like it went so zero to a hundred in. <laughs> two seconds with all the fucking crazy shit. Yeah,
1: because once you go into her mind, uh, it's it's zero to 60.
0: Gabriel starts coming over, yeah. taking over. And I thought that, that was a fun way towards the end where they brought back that, like, mental. To kind of flip it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, where, like, she, you know, Madison has control over her mind and locks Gabriel in in the in her mind. Right. Versus, you know, throughout the entire movie where people are getting, you know, murked. You find out that throughout the movie she's losing Losing time, losing, you know, um, forgets where she's at, things like that. And you're kind of like, What the fuck's going on? Is this related to the head injury? Because at that point, you really don't know that Gabriel is a part of her, you just think there's yeah. an unknown, you know, person killing people. Um, so I really like that that ending of where you have her in her head, she traps Gabriel in her mind, he is now seeing what she wants him to see, right? Um, which is pulling the trigger on her sister. Um, but then he really He notices that like he's actually trapped in And it's just it really does set it up for another
2: Sequel uh, yeah, sequel. yeah. It, it does which one would be fun. Also be fun I think that's why they put it back in theaters To see how much Se- money it Actually could make yeah
0: Because I, I, I could see a sequel coming Where yeah, <laughs> oh, he yeah. Real
2: And it doesn't need
0: one because I think a sequel Would ruin it because I'm uh, You think about the storyline oh, He he escapes
1: her mind, but in her mental, but in religion. the spirit of campy movies, don't doesn't this movie need like eight sequels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I, I would with a sequel.
3: I, I think. I think it ended perfectly. Where it took it took her confronting her issues instead of running away from them, and really like like pinning them down and saying like I am not going to let you control and beat me anymore, and I am the strong one here. And she was just like mm-hmm. enough of this shit, and she fucking put it to bed. True. And I think it should stay in yeah. bed. And I think that's where it should end. She, and well, she should yeah. definitely keep going to therapy. That's, that's <laughs>
1: definitely the key thing. Yes. I just want to know. Here's here's my okay. Here's the pitch I just thought of to transition oh, from go. malignant seven to malignant eight. <laughs> 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 Mal- malignant seven.
0: We're already we're already six. Malignant deep seven at this point.
1: ends in a uh, cryo, uh, a cryogenic lab. I love Jason X, where, they, okay. where, they, where people right. are frozen, <laughs> and, to, and yes. to save the ones that uh, she loves from Gabriel killing anybody, she throws her body into uh, a cryo tank and freezes herself okay. so Gabriel can't get out. She is then thawed out on a spaceship in the year thirty twenty five. Oh, the, <laughs> we the, get the, Gabriel in what, space. What's it <laughs>
0: <laughs> now tell it me so that's not great that i haven't smoked weed in the 15th alien
1: movie <laughs> i haven't smoked weed in like two hours <laughs> so <yeah. laughs> i'm pretty fresh right now this is not high dylan telling the story this is sober conscious dylan like responsible dylan thought of this and it's like hey if you want to take this concept go for it you know, it's go, real, go for. You got to make malignants I two mean, through six. Is but, it? It could work. Yeah, why not? I don't know how
0: you get from you know how you know from two to 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 seven. I don't know what happens in between. A lot of shit. Seven to eight sounds fucking James, sick. James Ingrid, come talk to me. A little bit me. of Jason X. <laughs> a little bit of Alien. Gabriel you know, goes to Manhattan. <laughs> did,
1: <laughs> you did y'all you notice know, the, did you notice that uh in the jail scene when she's in the holding cell the the white woman that beats her up is the australian actress from death proof
0: yeah i did not know yeah this, no. mm-hmm. but then again i am horrible at remembering actors and, actors and then there's the names.
1: black actress who's dressed like a 70s character and uh the australian actress is dressed like an 80s character so i feel like it, everyone's like, th- I don't know why they're dressed like this. This doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's like it's probably an ode to seventies and eighties fashion in yeah. campy, shitty horror movies.
3: So Gabriel, you know? time travel.
1: <laughs> Who's time
3: I traveling? Guess. Excuse <laughs> me, <laughs> what, George?
0: Who be time traveling? Gabriel. He's talking about the fucking the homage to seventies, eighties fashion within bad, uh, you know, fucking horror movies. You're over <laughs> here talking about time I'm travel. I'm
1: trying
2: George... to fill in the plots between fucking. I mean, dude, shit. all <laughs> <That's not> right. <laughs> Which, what do you do after space? You go back in time. Yeah, yeah. Which which
1: which malignant movie will Gabriel go back in time?
0: <laughs> Definitely four. 11. That's eleven. No, it's got to be eleven. Oh, yeah. Okay,
1: because then yeah. it goes back to four. Yeah, for real. But I wouldn't mind another. I wouldn't mind another one because you know what's you know why? Because they have to top this one.
2: Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I want to
1: see That's what they do. Good luck. One. Yeah, this that
0: would be th- wild. I feel like you couldn't get James Wan to do it though.
1: Maybe not. Maybe he was like. Maybe he got too. I don't much think. Hate for I, He's I don't like, think he
0: this. could. I don't think he could do it. Uh, definitely have Ingrid come in and write, but have and have another director yeah. come in and film and and help write a storyline. I think. I yeah. think you could talk. You know about who would it. do
1: a good job? It'd be weird. You know who would do a good Malignant too? James. Wall, uh James Gunn. <laughs> yeah, James yes. Gunn like, a tra- like a trauma style like Malignant movie. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah with okay. the way that'd he feels like he
3: portrays things like visually, oh dude, it'd be insane.
1: Be wild, bro, for real.
3: All of a sudden, there's just a shark character, King Shark, and goes, "No, no." I wish, no,
0: <laughs> no. <"Num." laughs> I. I fucking wish, bro.
1: But no, yeah, I, I thought this movie was, I thought this movie was good. I think we all agree it was yeah, good.
0: I did. I did too. I, I think I, I, like I said, I had to convince Patrick a little bit because he was like, "I watched the trailer. This movie looks like trash." And that was the normal consensus on the internet. That everyone was like, "Oh my god, the trailer's Spoilers! There's." I've already seen, like, I, I feel like I've seen the whole movie. You and everyone watched it was like, yo, what the fuck? This thing right. threw you for a complete curve spin and then fucking gave when, us one, <laughs> a weird body horror paranormal movie. Dude, it's one of those yeah, movies. When was the like, last you,
2: time a horror movie did that
3: to you, you know? And like Shyamalan does exactly.
0: it all the time. not <laughs> Shyamalan's a hit or miss sometimes, Dude, man. Dude, did you guys see Old?
4: <laughs> no. Yet.
3: I have not seen Old
2: yet. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> I, of
0: course. It, is it again, so bad we should talk Shyamalan about it? It's
2: a hit or a miss. M. Night's back on his bullshit, dude. Uh, we should talk about The Happening and Old. No. <laughs> Why no. Yes, please. No, no, let's no. do it.
1: Do it for the content, Mike. I mean, Come can't. on. I refuse to be Fuck. on M. Night Shyamalan episode unless <laughs>
3: we're talking about Signs or his freaking show on Apple TV.
1: Look, if you want... Is that good? His
3: servant is fucking crazy.
1: Yeah, Grant, my my buddy Grant yet, said it was crazy we, too. So
3: he does. He
0: has another film that's slotted for like twenty twenty two or twenty three called Knock at the Cabin.
1: Okay, some some shit like that. Okay,
0: so, uh, it just got announced today. Cool. Um, but yeah, I think I think if you haven't seen Malignant and you th- decided to say fuck you know fuck um, Malignant, <laughs> going to watch it and you wanted to just listen to us ramble about it and give spoilers, I think it's a fun watch. I de- especially within the spooky season. Um, it's different it's a little bit refreshing it's campy it's body horror it's very gory um action which is scenes all the are things that I love The
1: action scene is better than a lot of action scenes I've seen lately Yes You know camera yep. work is great and I mean Metacritic gave it a 51 I Fuck would em. give it probably a 70 71 like kind of kind of yeah, what I'd I gave give it Evil Dead a 70 yeah, kind of like 71-ish, 72-ish. Because
0: yeah. it, it does it does do a good job of also giving the backstory. Right. Like, mm-hmm. when they plug in the different things where they've watched the videotapes and you're starting to see, yeah. you know, the little weird things that she did as a kid. And, you know, then it goes back when she does, like, the hypnotherapy and she remembers trying to actually kill um, her new sister. And, all, like, it does so many cool things that aren't annoying or, like, you're like, oh, why is this in the movie? It does a good well, a good job of... Being a standalone film, give you this really giant over, overarching story, give you the back references that you need to make you know some connections, and then give you such a reveal that you're not prepared for that it makes it fun to watch. Definitely, it's it's great. It's honestly great. <laughs> um, but you know, anything else before we move on? Anyone want to say? That?
3: No, I- watch it. <laughs> watch it, sure. Watch and it, watch it.
1: Yeah, don't listen to other people. Form your own fucking opinion. Except people for us. Because our opinions are People are usually, us. people are usually right. wrong anyway, so fuck them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then let's move on to the next film of the night, which is something that Patrick's been wanting to talk about every fucking week. Since no, we we've gone kind of long.
3: We're cutting
1: it.
0: No, that's right. That's right. That's it. Sorry, guys. That's the end of the show. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, Patrick. <laughs> yeah, we did
1: promise <laughs> that we were going to talk about it at some point.
0: We did promise. and yeah. So we're going to talk about it, and that is... The 2021 release Candyman, a sequel to the original horror film Candyman that was released in 1992, um, written um, by you know Jordan Peele, Win Rosenfield, and the one and true Nia DeCosta, who is uh, making a fucking name for herself yes around, um, in this in the filmography world, and for this being her first horror movie. Kudos, to you. Christ, <laughs> Clive, man. Clive
1: Barker actually had a hand in some of the writing too.
0: Really? Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, that's awesome because he's yeah. the one who, who he did the original did the original, movie, original <laughs> story. Yep. Original. Story, Nia DaCosta,
1: so. yeah, directed, helped write it, and this is the first movie to go number one directed by a black woman. That's amazing. And it's amazing. So this movie deserves. So we'll be seeing a lot. Everything. We'll be seeing a lot more of that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we'll see a lot more of yeah. that. You know.
0: I love that it got nominated for the most anticipated film of the re- for the rest of twenty twenty one, and then she uh, she recently watched uh, one at Palm Springs International Film Festival. Um, she won the award for directors to watch, so it was associated with Candyman, so that's why it's labeled under. As awards under the film because that's the films that were shown f- to win these things. But I agree with that. She is okay. she is someone that needs to be watched for because I think the next thing she's going to do is just going to blow everyone. And out I'm just going to make this. I'm, hopefully,
1: I'm going to make this quick suggestion. Hopefully, another horror movie. Well, I, yeah, that'd be great. Um, I, I think she's doing. I think I heard someone say she, that her next project is a Marvel project.
2: Ooh.
1: It
3: is. She's doing the Marvel. Okay. Oh, cool. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's yeah. doing the Marvel. Yeah, oh. yeah. And she's working on a TV show oh. called The Lincoln Conspiracy.
1: Okay, could be cool. But I do want to say, you know, this podcast, uh, mainly white, (laughs) minus (laughs) minus George. Um, We're 50-50. Yeah, 50-50, yeah. And I found a couple of reviews on YouTube, Uh, one done by uh, the YouTube channel called Pay or Wait, and another one called The Struggle Reviews. And uh, they are done by... um, Sharonda Williams and uh, I didn't get her last name but her name is Tara. And it's uh mm-hmm. two uh black women who run uh movie review sites or run 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 uh, movie awesome. review YouTubes. Um one one gave it, you know, 50/50 kind of. They had their gripes and their other thing and Tara did not like the movie at all. Um oh, wow. so if you want a perspective if you want uh, from uh if you want to see what this movie is about or what people think of it maybe from like a a more like, like 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 a black perspective then this is what People I would do. <laughs> I would go look up uh yeah. Pay Your Weight and the Struggle reviews and see what they have to say. You know, kind of get yeah, a different I'll, perspective.
0: Definitely. And then there's also someone that Patrick and I watch. Um he has a channel. I'm sure he's a YouTube channel and uh, on TikTok where it's uh, I am Travis Case. Right. And he does two episodes on like this on the Candy Man. One he talks about the real Candy Man because this is based on like a real story. And then another one where he talks about the film. So um, definitely watch those um, mediums and consume their 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 um, point their of view, their content, mm-hmm. and take their perspectives from it. Because of course, it's very it's important to hear what they have to say about the film versus what we're going to say about right. it. Um, right? Can I just say which we're not going to get in the, we're not going to discuss those kind of topics. Right? It's not the kind of show we mm-hmm. are um uh there you know there are there are a lot there is a lot of social commentary within candyman um and it's there for a reason and it's important that it's there so if you haven't seen candyman um watch it right um it's important to support um these uh writers and these directors uh, because they're finally getting a chance to hone uh zero in their their skills and their set and just pretty, i mean look at jordan pill i mean he has made two of the best horror movies yeah and produced this a one a long time um so you know i think it's it you should take these movies shouldn't take these movies with a grain of salt they 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 know what right. they're doing i don't mind that
1: my horror movies have a uh, bit of current world uh you no. know political no. conflict in it some of those like are the best horror movies. You, you that could do you that.
3: say all horror movies do from the very beginning. They yeah. all like underlying no, exactly. spoke well, to the time that they came from.
1: Well, Sharonda Sharonda we um, from Pay Her Wait made a good point and I wanted to share this. Uh, she pointed out how in the first movie it was filmed uh, really with a white perspective. And it had yep. a white it really yep. it really pushed the white savior complex that the white 100%. woman's going to come into the uh, to the y green into the ghetto and fucking save everybody. And, oh, yeah. well,
2: and it's also because it was written by white, two white guys. Yeah, and, and, I'm not, and, I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not saying it's bad. I still
1: think the movie's good, but that just it, Yeah, no, oh, it, I'm is, I'm it, just is. Yeah, it is. I'm just pointing out it is what it is. And Candyman killed other black people, really. Yeah. And Sharonda goes, well, it's white people who tortured him. Why wouldn't he kill yeah, white yeah. people? And mostly, if not all of them, uh, he kills in the movie are white. So to me, yeah. it's not a race thing. It just, for the story, it makes sense.
2: Yeah.
1: You exactly. know, like white people were the cause of candy man's, you know, ultimate demise and pretty much made him who he is. So yeah. it would make sense that white people are the ones that he's going after. And I don't think that's woke PC bullshit. And that's coming from me. <laughs> a person who does not define himself as politically correct whatsoever, you know, but and I told you this the other day in the group chat, I was like, I don't consider myself a PC guy, but, and I'll say just about anything, but I would never say anything racist or sexist or homophobic or anything that would demean another person. Based off of something they never chose in the first place, which is that, you know their yeah. sexual orientation and their skin color. I'll never fucking do that. No, you know, which is why we're not doing VHS. Which is why we're not we're doing VHS. Listening to this
0: episode and get VHS and and unfortunately guys, Mike we're explained just it. Going to Talk about those movies. I explained it on a post. I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but pretty much the guy who wrote it, it's just a giant piece of shit in my opinion. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know if he's ever been blasted for it. Uh, I tried to look no, on the field and see if anyone's talked about it. But, um, yeah, um, Brad Miska. Uh,
1: did he write it? Apparently did he write it by himself? To, yeah, he, yeah, yeah,
0: he wrote it with some other people, but he works over at Bloody Disgusting. Oh, he does? Um, so, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's um, so, so, yeah, apparently it's fun to be a white director or writer and put who, who
1: writes the in racial word. slurs yeah. because not comfortable with that
0: because apparently it helps your story plus you make a very rapey film so yeah moving i on mean I, I get
1: it it's meant to be that way kind of like grids like grizzly and just grimy and like piece of yeah. shit people i get it but mm. You could convey that another way. There's, there's so many other words in there's, the dictionary that you levels. could use. <laughs> so
0: many other ways to do that. Webster's
1: got you covered, my man, on just about <laughs> any word you want to use that isn't that one. I mean, uh, and again, yeah. I don't think that's woke PC bullshit. I think that's just like, I don't like that. Not every director yeah. and writer is going to make the right choice. It's just not, you know. Yeah. And maybe, you know, I, I mean, I don't know what his stance is on it now. Maybe he kind of regrets it and it's like, well, you can't do anything about it now because it's in you know, the stratosphere of everything. So, I mean, I don't know. I haven't asked them. No. I don't know, but I don't like it. And I think Mike yeah. and Mike, you pointing that out. I didn't even think of it. I haven't seen that movie in so long. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. A lot of people who wrote back to us were like, you know, I literally went, to, I didn't, I went to watch this movie again recently. Cause you guys are going to be talking about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I did not notice these, remember these things. And I guess it's just selective memory where, I mean, you got to think about it. the movie came out in 2012. Yeah, that's um, different. 10 years ago. So yeah. it's been a very yeah. long time since probably any one of us have watched it. And plus, we were very young right? Um, yeah. at that time. I and mean, probably didn't think about it. We didn't think twice about it. We did in a different way. Didn't think about it in any other way. But now that we're older, we've grown a lot more. We know, like, hey, you know, fuck that kind of shit. That's not cool. Yeah. And, uh, and Mike, I
1: think you've But anyway, you explained it. You go, posted it. I don't, yeah. don't want to bo- post.
0: If you want to read more about yeah, it. Let's not. Let's talk about
1: um, <laughs> Yaya Abdul who played the main character and uh what Anthony a, yeah, and good acting uh, as that I'm holding my hands over my heart because I love Yaya Abdul. Bro, what <laughs> a fucking he performance. He he's it, so bro. good and um I I did not write the uh supporting actress's name down but she was great too.
0: Uh the, uh uh, Tiana Par- uh Paris. Right, and then
1: yeah. um who uh I wrote down another actor who really did a good job. Um, did, uh, 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 Coleman Domingo, who played the guy who ran the, the laundromat? Was it the laundromat? Yeah, the,
0: la- the laundromat. He, yeah, the one who actually sets up everything
1: yeah, to really get great full circle. He was great, yeah. and he's been in uh, tw- uh, the new Twilight Zone reboot with Jordan Peele, so that makes sense. He was in Fear of the Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Uh, he was in that movie Zola. That I don't know if you guys heard of. It's kind of like a party girl movie type thing. It looks like Ooh. it's it's based off of it's you know based off of like this girl's tweets. Apparently her tweets are so outrageous, but true. They made a movie fucking about it or something. Huh. I don't know. It looks cool. I did want to see it, but I did see here that um, Lakeith Stanfield was uh, in, role, in line for that role. He was actually going to really? Lakeith Stanfield, who I also absolutely love. Love him in Atlanta. Um, sorry to bother you. Um, uh, mm-hmm. So many good things. Um, he was one of the very, very few good things about the Death Note movie, <laughs> for sure. Le- Lakeith <laughs> Stanfield and Willem Dafoe. That's it. Yeah, that was the only two <laughs> that's good it. things. Really. Um, um, but he chose. He turned it down uh, so he could do Judas and the Black Messiah, and he was nominated. Which is also mm-hmm. another good. good and film. he was nominated for an yeah. Oscar for yeah, Judas, and a- I do need to see that movie. I know it's on HBO Max, it's but. A- Good, good movie. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And, um,
2: and uh, who, uh, who played the mother in the movie of Candyman. Yeah. She was in the original movie. She was really good. Oh, and you know, yeah, remember she-
1: when she got attacked with the meat cleaver in the first movie? Yeah. Uh, where she was attacked on her left shoulder, there's a scar. <laughs> no, yeah, I really saw that. The from the, from the uh, meat cleaver from the first movie so she uh, d- that attention to details uh, i do i do love to see it and they filmed it in the original filming locations uh it's just yep. all the high-rise buildings have been demolished so it doesn't really look the which same is, but it is
0: yeah which is a play on the on the, the major storyline under story of gentrification right right
3: um and in that's in talk this, about um, how i'm but, mad um, that i didn't re-watch the first one even though i've seen it like a million times but like i haven't seen it in like you kind of don't need to you don't need to but like but you when don't. you find it out that <laughs> anthony McCoy is the actual baby from the first one i was just like what?
0: yeah
2: i was like that oh fuck was oh. so fucking cool when they dude, started- when they revealed so- it i was dude i was in the theaters in the edge of my seat i'm like fuck yes <laughs> that yeah um, one of the things I what really a great liked, tie in to everything. What I loved that she did and he had brought into this movie
0: was the puppet puppetry the puppet scene. Yeah, I thought that was, that was, cool. was so great fucking way cool to explain
1: the... great great way to show exposition. Yep. Man, like it's so and good, because,
0: and that's right there is where you don't need to really watch the first Candyman in order right. to really know what's. going on. It was very Tim Burton because.
1: Because, yes exactly yeah, very tim burton uh,
0: Issa uh has never seen the first Candyman, Ooh. and when we mm-hmm. rented the uh the movie to finally watch it because we didn't watch it in theaters we watched it at home um i was like oh man do you want to watch the first one and i think i re- wrote patrick and i was like hey i was like do you need to watch the first one to make this make sense because i know it's a seek sequ- a direct sequel of the original film he's like no it will explain it so mm-hmm. yeah um, Having, as long having as you paying attention. It, having her watched it, you know, she was like, oh, I get the storyline. I get what's happening. Right. And even yeah. then, when they reveal that he was the child from the original movie. I, like, which she was great. Was like, Fuck.
1: Which was a great way to tie it in, in my opinion. I thought but it was I like pain.
3: it, too, because they expanded the lore of Candyman, too. Right. Like, at the very mm-hmm. beginning, yeah. like, in the first one, like, we only got that, like, singular story. But, like, it's, like, we come to find out that, like, this has been going on for generations and generations, generations. and generations. Which, you know. There's been many of Candy because Candyman is technically... Just
2: a
0: thing, right? An it's entity. an urban legend. It's, yeah. it's a
2: representation yeah. for yeah. exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I just go ahead.
2: And now that with this one, it has a new, it has a new story, it has new origins, new story. New... I love the how you know
0: Anthony McCoy, the main character of the story, is an artist. His mm-hmm. uh, girlfriend is a curator for a major art. Uh, right. Art Which house, just in, reflects
2: on in the Candyman's uh, original origins. He was an mm-hmm. art, artist too. I love the brother.
1: Yeah. The, uh, the oh, brother yeah. brother, is yeah. So <laughs> fucking funny, man. I love his brother. Have you so guys
2: much. have you guys ever seen uh The Misfits? Mm, no. The band? He's in, I know <laughs> what it is, but I've never seen the show. Great. The band, band
1: The Misfits? Have I seen them? Or or no, no, it's a, a show TV show The Misfits. Oh, is that like it's a like, thing where like they're all in like they're all in prison or something and it's like it's, it's yeah. our juvie, yeah. Yeah. prison break?
2: No, it's uh no, it's got one of the McPoyle brothers no, in it. It's from... community; they're in a community service, and they all get powers. It's like skins if uh, skins had powers. Oh, okay. gotcha. Okay, um, but the powers but are just, funny. You guys should watch I mean, it. it. Actually, is really funny, and he's in is it, it, it meant to be funny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just I love that. Like you know, yeah, you know, the original Candyman
0: um, was an artist, and they made Anthony McCoy a character an artist, and the the mediums he starts to use, like the the show that he like. His piece was in was so cool, like where, you know, it has like the very descriptive, you know, um, piece about what his actual mirror piece is about. Yeah. And then when you open up the medical medicine cabinet, it's more deeper and it has a bunch of different things in it. But the window, the
2: mirror is there to entice you to say his name. Yeah. Um, which, which again, cool. just plays on with the original shit, too.
1: Because that's what people that's do. It. People try to make art installations as interactive as possible. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you see all... The- oh, it became interactive. <laughs> oh, it sure was, buddy. <laughs> like, well, like in St. Pete, like at the uh, the Dolly Museum, they're always doing, mm-hmm. like, interactive art exhibits mm-hmm. and stuff. And I think and, and more people are trying to make art more interactive. Oh, speaking of,
3: I'm going to a Van Gogh one in December. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to go to the yeah. Van Gogh w- one? Yeah, we were, we were planning on
0: going
1: that I go to Apparently, yeah, it's really cool. Fun. We should go. It looks cool. Um but um, that scene, uh, uh, that uh, if we're going to talk about the art studio, um, the death scene in that uh, in that part is the, great.
2: If I have any well, criticism, is is thing. the acting in that scene?
1: Well, you know, it's.
2: Uh, I think it's fucking hilarious. I think it's, it is, but it's but it's bad.
1: <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's funny too. Um, but something I I found out that I did not know. Uh, mm. The part where he gets up and he's like, must go faster, must go faster. That's, and it's a, uh, someone said, and I don't know if this is true because I haven't asked Jordan Peele or anything, but um they said that's an ode to um ian e. malcolm's character jeff goldblum from jurassic park he's even wearing the same outfit that jeff goldblum oh, wears when he goes must go faster must go faster that's what must he that's faster. what jeff goldblum says it's when they the same where they're yeah. driving away and the so is chasing them. it yeah. could be an ode it could whether it's true sure
3: or not i'm going to believe in my mind that it is Right, for real, one hundred percent. I actually like that, and I want that to be a thing.
0: I mean, I didn't really
1: care for that. A lot of the kills were off screen. You know, no. I
0: think I'm sure there's a there's a there's a reason for that, because
1: um, I think they wanted to conceal it not, off at the not, end.
0: I don't. I don't want to get into it because I know what what's going into it's.
1: Go ahead. A go lot on.
0: of the kills are off scene for a more. I I think it's going to go more of a approach of so many individuals deaths have been um, videoed and posted on the internet for people to visualize and see and consume people dying um that it is a way to say you don't need to see this person be killed to know they've been killed type of thing nuance. I, I could be um the new the nuance I feel, on, I feel like that would the nuance would almost makes it more effective the
2: overall theme. yeah yeah, yeah no exactly it's not it's a, a horror movie that isn't Show you the graphic parts of it. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of cool. You know it's there. Do no, I love and it also Gorn, and it, I love it, the other scene? elements of yeah. the movie shine because of that? Yeah, exactly.
0: I I love the fact like uh, that fucking girl, the intern, uh, fucking like belt hooks him. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> right, which yeah. completely fucks him up because he's unable to get it away. Was hot, it was hot, and then twenty minutes just trying to fucking. Yeah. Goddamn fucking goth girl fucking clipping my belt with her shit Your fucking mm, chain wallet stuck to her chain wallet
3: death by chain that's wallet, fucking chain
1: wallet. <laughs> my cold Jesus. chamber my my cold chamber velcro <laughs> chain wallet <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I knew it would right, be by so, my eyes I knew it bro Patrick um, rocked the
3: chain wallet bro <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude, chain yeah, wallets I, dude I've seen chain wallets kind of making a comeback.
0: We need to stop that right I now. know, man. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm
1: getting a slipknot Velcro chain wallet on Amazon right now.
2: Dog. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> me at 14, dude. <laughs> <laughs> me at
1: 14. It's going to be me at 32. You watch. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? You like my Jinkos and my soaps? Like, <laughs> um, I, what, uh, was y- what was y'all's favorite kill? Because I think mine would be the woman in the apartment. Where it kind of zooms out yeah. and the woman just gets her fucking ass beat against dude, the fucking
0: wall, dude. What a shot, dude. Just drag oh, yeah. that was fucking Dragged very cool. across
3: the glass, like
0: as the camera's panning away. I think mine has to be the bathroom scene of the
1: school, yeah. Uh,
0: mainly because I love the fact that the one girl hiding in the bathroom, which just has a bad brains po- yeah. uh, patch on her backpack, mm-hmm. I was like, she knows what's up. It's the PMA um, that saved I thought her. That scene was just. It was huh? the
1: PMA that saved her.
0: Uh I think that I just I really loved That um, That scene Because I thought it was really Really well done Because like you know She's just in the fucking The the stall And all of a sudden All these girls are screaming There's blood everywhere And she can see the boot But Which makes Which is weird to me Because I think that starts playing On the fact that it's Anthony More or less Than than this supernatural being Because She's never Why is she seeing it? Because she's never said his name because you right, should only be right. able to see him when you when you say yeah, his name. but if, but I think that kind of plays on the whole fact that there's there's this person out there killing these people, not this supernatural thing. I think he no, wanted to see.
1: Him. I think he wanted her to see him. Yeah, you know, I think that's what he. But was also, he they of his didn't power do at that point. Then, well, I don't, that's I don't, I don't think that yeah. was, I don't think that was him. I think that was Tony Todd because his hand wasn't removed yet, so he didn't right. have the hook. It's true, and that was yeah, another thing true. too. When when the hand. The very first scene of showing the hand, like when when it showed the bee sting, I knew what was going to happen. I knew exactly what was going to happen. So spoilers, if you if you haven't seen it, spoilers. I'm going to give you a little bit of time. Three, oh God. If two, one. Uh, we've been spoilers this entire time. Oh, have we? <laughs> well, yeah. uh, this is this is yeah. me trying not to spoil it, but whatever. Um, well,
2: you want to know what I liked about the makeup? It was that. Eventually, towards the end, when he had all the holes throughout his whole, like half of his body, it kind of looked like a beehive.
1: Mm hmm. You know, they actually had a like, bee infestation cool. on the set.
2: Did they really? Of course they did. Yeah,
1: they had a bee infestation on the set. Like, there was bees fucking everywhere, and they did not plan on that.
3: Dude, I got stung by a wasp the <laughs> other day. That shit fucking sucks, bro.
1: That shit sucks, bro.
3: Where at? On my titty. I
1: have. Oh no! Not not the titty. George got third nipple. nipple. (laughs) Not the titty. Anything Uh, but that.
3: I just think
0: some. I think some of the dialogue within this movie is just really fucking good. Right. Yeah. Um, Like when they when they have Candyman say, "I am the writing on the wall. The sweet smell of blood be my victim." Mm -hmm. Dude,
2: when he comes back, they get the original guy from the first movie, the original Candyman. Mm -hmm. Dude, and I mean,
1: dude, the scene where the uh, the very beginning where that guy comes out of the wall with the candy
2: yeah he lives in the
0: walls terrifying very
1: terrifying and you know what a lot of people a lot of people are like uh may uh the movie was a vessel for social commentary disguised as a horror movie like people felt tricked and i can see that people being like i thought i was just gonna go see a horror movie but then again it's like jordan peele's producing Uh... it it's a pretty all-black cast and you are and you've seen in the trailer that they, they talk about police brutality. Like, you know, it. Yeah. if oh. you don't know what you're getting into, you're an idiot. All you got to say is <laughs> did you now
3: watch the first one. Like, it's exactly. not like it's much. Di- the first one's the same way. It's portrayed I, in different no. ways, but it's still there. It's like, the it's, first, it's not yeah. it's not as in your face as this one. I will say, like, this one, like, dude, they didn't hide anything. Like, they were just, they were, mm-hmm. they were like, this is what we're going to talk about. We are going to show you, and, like, there's no getting away from it, but it has been a concept in Candyman since the very beginning.
1: Yeah, and you know what? It's like, it, this Candyman is the first Candyman to have a black protagonist. All the other ones didn't have one. It was their white protagonists, and yeah. it's the shortest Candyman movie ever, too, so... You know, yeah, but I think it. I think it does. I think God. it does. It, it's pretty effective. I mean, it is a commentary on gentrification. Uh, it's a big theme. You know, ghettos built by white people. Black people move in. Then white people push them out for development. And then rebuild. And then they rebuild know. it. Yeah. And they make the they they hike the rent up. And it's like you know where are black people supposed to go. They need to place. You know, like you yeah. put in a Whole Foods where my house used to be. Like. Like that's it's fucked up, and that's I mean that's just one of the themes. Like I said, you had police brutality as well, and well, there's
3: multiple
0: things. I mean, the thing is, is that if you're watching this and you, it's Jordan Peele. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, if you haven't watched half the things he's done, Key and Peele, also Get Out, also Us. Like, were you expecting anything different? I mean, every type, every one of his movies and skits. Where he, he's, he's going to touch these kind of things, it's important to talk about. So, like yeah. anyone who's mad about that is just an idiot who hasn't <laughs> really yeah. consumed his media and understood what he's telling his what stories he's telling. Because yeah. Get Out is a huge social commentary movie that's a horror movie. Us again, another social commentary that it's disguised. As no, movie. exactly. Right. It's and just yeah. his thing.
2: No, and yes, of course. Like this Candyman is not as scary. Oh well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like it. Horror could do that, right? Yeah, horror doesn't happen to necessarily. Yeah, that's yeah. going back on what we said earlier. There's way more important things happening in this movie than just jump scares. And you know Which, what's funny? And I, At this point, we're tired of. And it. I
1: just thought of this. I just had this thought what? pop into my brain, and I'm glad that I we are recording it while I had it. These <laughs> <God>. <laughs> these weeds, these hayseeds, talk about how they don't. Because uh, it's like you know, you you go to IMDb, and I pulled this up for a reason. IMDb got review bombed by fucking people that were like racist garbage, boring, extremely disappointing, woeful and what? terrible. Yikes. And it's like refund, please abysmal. And it's just all people being like, basically they should have said this made me feel as a white person. This movie made me feel guilty. Just admit it. Uncomfortable. Just admit it. It's like dude. I, I I'll admit all day up and down. White people can be terrible, but anybody can be terrible. But in this instance, it's like you got to own up to it. That Your cousin's acting up. You better go get your cousin. <laughs> you know, it's like that's, that, yeah. that's how I put no, it. It's like
2: you just got to own it. This is, you, can't, you can't. But this sit. is also not, an out, this is not like a new theme for Candyman. And it's not nope. a new
1: theme for horror movies <laughs> either because what about Night of the Living Dead? Yeah, I mean, my fucking God, one of the original first ever horror movies to really, you know, do something. And it's the whole movie is a fucking social commentary on race. A hundred percent. I mean, even
0: yeah, I the first movie with a a black telling, person here, I'm just going to sum it up for you. And it's real easy. It's just a bunch of white people being racist that a black director is writing a movie that they wanted a white person to write. And they're they're upset they're upset with it. And they can be upset all they want because they can go fuck themselves. It's Literally. Go yeah. fuck oh, yeah, That's all it's it is. people
1: just being like, I don't want to hear oh, that's, about racist shit. And it's like, well. It's, that's all it and is. And it's like, I don't want to hear about it because it, yeah, it makes me feel bad. It's that. Yeah, because it makes me feel bad. They... And it's like, why do you feel bad? If you're not a bad person and you respect other they people, are. you wouldn't Everybody feel who, bad. Every, exactly. Anybody
3: who literally goes out of the way to write something like that on IMDb is like, they are racist and they are just trying to tell themselves what they really are.
1: Be like, well, I critique have, the movie well, have, yeah, without saying yeah, that. literally. Like, like bro, I can't tell you how just, many reviews on IMDb were started out as, I don't even leave reviews on IMDb, but I made an account just to do it. Now, anybody who does that has an opinion I do not respect. It's like you make a Yelp <laughs> account just to give a restaurant a very bad rating. It's like you just want to be right. heard. You want your shitty opinion to be vindicated, and the only other people that are, are agree with you are other racist trash. That can't that exactly. that white fragility in them it just crumbles so easily. It's like Dave Chappelle put it best. It's brittle spirits. You know, it's like it's like it's like you're gonna lose. It's like you're gonna lose your mind because someone kneeled during the national anthem. Brittle fucking spirits, man. It's just it's all it fucking is, and that's what these people are. I will take them. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tell me you're an incel (laughs) virgin nerd without telling me you're an incel virgin nerd. (laughs) It's pretty much what these IMDb (laughs) reviews
4: are. You know, and granted,
1: I'm not saying this movie is a 100 Metacritic score, five out of five, best thing I've ever seen. I don't even think it's the best Jordan Peele movie. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think well, that's because it's not well, his I mean, movie. like, produced piece of work, <laughs> yeah, produced piece of work that he has his name attached to, like Monkey Paw Studios yeah. or whatever it's called.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, it's supposed
1: to I don't think it's better than Get Out. I don't even think it's better than the original, Candy. But it's not meant to be I, the I original. Mean,
0: it's, I definitely think it's better than the original. I think it does a, a better job at telling a story than the first one, and I, I just like the perspective. <laughs> it, does
1: a, it does a better job one. at perspective. I'll give it yeah, but I still the thing I, I miss think out of it. One's more entertaining. That's just me. The thing I, I miss scarier. out of
2: it is the in the original movie the concept of like is Candyman really doing this or is this right, the, the
3: paranormal uh, aspect of it, right.
2: Or is it uh, her that's actually doing it and kind yeah. of being like possessed by a Candyman? And which is, element?
0: And which, go ahead, Pat. Sorry.
2: That element in the original movie it was kind of like playing on the. Playing with the audience scene, like is is she actually going crazy or yeah. is Candyman real? And this kind of this movie kinda the, was like on the head, like, yeah, Candyman's actually real and actually doing these deaths. Well Which well, I did they, like for this movie. <laughs> it's definitely a better sequel than the actual Candyman sequel. Oh yeah, oh for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also
0: like that they made it seem like she did go crazy mm-hmm. and that she mm-hmm. did steal that baby and tried to kill it like and then once it kind of unveils itself, there's like no, no, Candyman is actually real. And the only yeah, people exactly. is a real person. The only
1: people who knew it that she tried to save the baby and not kill it were the people who were there. So it's like yeah, you can't exactly. believe urban legend and secondhand stories and playing telephone with other people. Like the people who were yeah, there, yeah, yeah. they're the ones that are like no. Until like, mm-hmm. you get the Bible,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's how you get the fucking Bible. One hundred percent, goddamn, Pat. <laughs> but I mean, I just think. I think it was fun. It was a cool. It was a good movie to uh, to watch. I I loved it. it. I can't wait to watch it again. Um, Now I have a question. Actually, go ahead. What's up?
2: Do you think they're going to continue with the new this new Candyman? Mm. Would you want to see it? I would if they made it. Would you want to see? And it actually kind of also if they did a sequel, give them a chance to make us a, a scary movie.
0: I I would I'd watch another film if they were to like make a like a third film to follow the yeah. events of
2: Candyman. I would... I ain't asking for and, it, but the new guy and the new, guy, and the new no. guy playing Candyman would be sick. Yeah,
1: I'm all say no, but I'm not asking for it either. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not, I'm not asking, asking for it
2: either. either I'm yeah. just saying if they did, it would be they can. Oh yeah, they definitely can. The following this movie has and the support
0: it had and how much how well it done how well it did in the box office, <laughs> just shows that if they were able to get together again and write. Another storyline, it would, it would. Probably they probably will fast.
1: because um, this movie's budget was twenty five million, which is Ooh. fifteen million less than *Malignant*, which is insane. How much did it make? But um I mean, that was that. I mean, that it, was what funded by Paramount. This is funded by Monkey Paw, so it's not going to have the bigger yeah, budget. Okay. But it grossed seventy six and a half million. So oh, the profits there to do money? another one. *Malignant*, pandemic, I don't think too, so, yeah. but. Uh, Candyman, exactly too. That's because yeah, it's all about money at the end of the. During the pandemic,
2: yeah, yeah, no,
1: no, no, that, production that, that companies, the- no producers or studios are are out to make passion projects really unless you're like 824 you know, like Paramount's and other yeah. stuff like that. Like, the only reason they gave James Wan it's all that money to make a movie money. was because he did Aquaman and made Paramount a billion fucking dollars. <laughs> and they were like, you made us so much money, you can make whatever you want. And James Wan goes, "And he made sure public, that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then he made Malignant. Candyman was universal. And he goes, word? All right, I'll make a movie. <laughs> and he made Malignant. would you say, George?
3: We're definitely getting a second one because Candyman was universal and MGM. Oh, yeah. Mon- Monkey Paul was, yeah, was involved with Candyman. They Ugh. might have been involved. If Jordan Peele's yeah. on that
0: film, he he put his first yeah company yeah into
3: he's it. in it too. But Universal and MGM are like the main ones, I guess.
0: Those studios, I think, always get involved because they help get the you movie so? out into theaters. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they about, probably yeah, distribute. Yeah, I definitely definitely one hundred percent.
1: Now, Metacritic um, gave I, this I, a seventy-two. Do y'all agree with that? No.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. I get it's a little bit higher. Do you know? I do not know.
0: Hold on, let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, see if it's
1: because time- a seventy-two. Um, I wouldn't give. I wouldn't put it. Uh, well, I, well, I put Evil Dead two in the eighties. Um,
0: uh, the the Metacritic for the original Candyman is sixty one oh, and a six point seven. No, which I can I, I agree it. with that one. I don't. I agree with
1: that one. I love the Candy, the original Candyman. So that much. Good.
0: It, it's not that good, dude. We I mean, what the first dude, one? The last the time I
1: watched Candyman. it was when I we love reviewed it. it. But I, I love like that it. movie. I think it's. I great. love the original Candyman. Oh no,
3: it's great. <laughs> Just like the atmosphere that it gives, like the spooky, ooky, like super, yeah. like paranormal vibe,
2: when like you <laughs> and know, and it's you know, so different compared to the you know? Like
3: I, I love, I love the first
2: Candyman. I think it's great. What it,
1: it's so different, Dylan? Do
2: you remember the joke you made about the music? What in the first movie?
1: Oh, the Philip Glass music? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Philip fucking glass, bro. It's so funny. It's like Philip Glass is like I'm not gonna say he's a poor man as Danny Elfman. But he's he has got um he's got this distinct sound to his music. It's very synth driven. It's very moody and dark and I don't remember what I said about it exactly. Dark, dark, dark. <laughs> it's like, dark, dark, dark. ha, ha, ha. Like it's fucking, it's <laughs> like South Park did a thing where they did a non-denominational Christmas play where nobody could get offended. <laughs> so instead of Christmas songs, they had Philip Glass do the fucking sound, the soundtrack for the local school production of Jesus Being Born. And ahead of its time, that episode was. But, um... Yeah, he's just got this fucking depressing fucking music that I love. I think he's a great composer.
2: Uh, That's
0: because we're all yeah. a bunch of sad emo. Yeah,
2: he's, th- he's no. But Dan also Elf the music. The, he's the, no. Dan I like Elf the music man. in the. I like the music in the new movie too. Yeah, it's I good too. I like the, the film new- direction. The uh, the way that she would zoom in or zoom out of a shot was fucking mm-hmm, brilliant. Right.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It, I, I just think this movie was. I think it's worth the hype. I oh, think everyone also the should intro. Watch it. I, the intro with the upside down uh, buildings, mm-hmm. right? That Those was kind of cool. sick. Intro. Which, that was I would like put Candyman. the original fun, Candyman Man. Or like, oh, go ahead, George. The original
3: movie was like an overhead shot of Cabrini Green. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. One, it paid tribute to the original movie, and it was upside down.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. I,
3: uh, uh, it was a mirror
2: image of. It. I
1: would give. Yeah. I would give the original Candy Man. I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't put it in the 80s. I would put it in like the upper 70s. I would probably give the newer Candyman. I don't know. Seventy-two is kind of. Uh, I would probably put it seventy-five, like just under the original. Uh,
0: I would do eighty. I think it, I have yeah, to so watch going it. Going
1: eighty-five. I have to watch it again. I was very high in the movie theater when I watched it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen it twice already, so
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can get it on my Apple it, it, TV, but it's like it has a good rewatchability. i like, eh, wait till it's yeah. cheaper.
0: It's a cool. It's a fun watch. It's unique in its own way, and it really does a good job of like. You know, picking up where the first one left off, kind of, and also doing a good job of incorporating the first one into itself, so that you really don't need to watch the first one if you don't want
2: right. to. I think
0: but it's I in could time too, making I think it the, a movie, a movie night, and putting in Candyman, you know, from '92, and then popping in Candy. That'd be from a great 91. double feature, and it'd be a cool double feature because they they really do they did a good job. Yeah, yeah it did it, a great it, job of that, Tiny and two you don't stories. have
2: to watch Candy. Oh yeah, too. it has the um, <laughs> it has the same effects. Don't. It Has the same effect with uh, Halloween now. Yep. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And what Scream is probably going to bring, the new Scream is probably going to bring that to the mm-hmm. table.
2: I love that they're doing this. I yeah. think no. I think uh, Scream is uh, still has its. The sequels are still canon.
3: All of them. Yeah. All
2: yeah. Of them.
0: I think all. Yeah. Of them. I think the way they're doing it is that like it's an all over. It's a pass of the torch, actually. Yeah. <laughs> where it just one after another, it keeps going on and on. Don't you love though yeah. that
1: like. Fucking people! Someone wrote a letter, and they're like, "Dear Hollywood, reboot reboots," <laughs> and it's uh, like they're <laughs> like, the reboot." Uh, some guy just slowly removes his glasses and goes, "Mother of
2: God!" Get David Gordon Green on the phone right. <laughs> now. Let's get rid of the. Let's get rid of all the bad sequels and just go from yeah, there.
1: let's, let's take yeah. these bad sequels well, of loved movies and give them proper like continuing. I mean, shit, Terminator did it though. Terminator tried to do it twice.
0: <laughs> well, that's because they should have uh, No, I
1: like Salvation. Well, after
0: judgment, what right after ju- judgment? I like yeah, after, I like, like Salvation. T2
1: with uh yeah, yeah. I think that's going to I think it's great. Personally. But I can't the new one's not Halloween bad either.
0: did for the new Halloween movie that came out a couple years ago, did it it did it does it pick up right after Halloween 2? Does it pick up right after Halloween? It's, it's the first one. No, it well, not not, not it's, it's not. The
1: first I mean, one. it's obviously no, it's right after the, after the first one. The second one, it's after the, the first second event yeah. didn't happen. There's no hospital scene. Okay. There's no hospital. No, they're, okay. they're doing okay. it. That's why they're I doing the, the hospital
2: shit in this new movie. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler mm.
3: alert! I really do hope that spoilers in the trailer. You
2: don't that <laughs> ghosts. It's <a> tra- is <laughs> in this movie. Oh yeah.
0: I need I need Ghost to be in this movie in some <laughs> yeah. shape. I mean, I know they have the the release song that's going to be featured in the movie, but I really just want Ghost Brooklyn, to be in the movie because I think that would be sick. Brooklyn
1: as shit. Vegan um, has like I think 500 copies of uh, that single on a set on a, oh, yeah, one I on a seven up? inch vinyl in blood red. So if mm-hmm, you're interested, I uh, go to Brooklyn Vegan. That's where I get a lot of my fucking records. I just got pick that um, shit up,
3: DJ spin that. I shit. just
1: got. Um, Typo negatives October Rust. Ooh. On double oh. green and black splatter what? vinyl. Yeah. I and I got black
3: records in that spicy.
1: Oof. And I got Corrosion of Conformity's uh record Blind from Brooklyn Vegan. They do a ton of good killer fucking
3: I'm gonna
0: check that out because yeah. I just picked up uh Reaper Records just repressed uh big
1: kiss. Oh, I they did. Everybody. And I picked that shit up yeah. so quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. for real. Yeah. No, Brooklyn vegan's great to join their email list. Cause they just send you a list of yeah. what's new and what they've got like in stock. And yeah, I just peruse it and I go, and I always, uh, I always just spend too much money. Cause they always have something that I want. Always. It's a cool mix, always. man. I mean, they've got hardcore, they've got indie, they've got ambient emo, they've got, black metal. They've got everything like it is something to fit every yeah, hip hop and rap and all these reissues of classic hip hop albums. So it's definitely, a, it's a cool place to buy records online for sure. You know, sick.
0: I wanted to plug, uh, cause I was talking to him today. Uh, his name is on Instagram. It's just magnetic magic rentals. Uh-huh. He's doing a lot of um, he's selling a lot of his personal um, VHS stash. Oh. So if you're someone that likes to collect old movies He's got some movies up right now. He's got; these are all in VHS. So he's got Faust. He's got House of a Thousand Corpses. He has Faust, HP Love. Yeah, he has Faust. That shitty movie, Faust. Yeah, (laughs) with uh, it's got fucking Mark Frost and Isabel Brooke in it. Oh God. (laughs) Uh, he's got The Necronomicon, Book of the Dead, Confessions of a Serial Killer, Talisman, The Day the Dead Hate the Living. He's got all kinds of just weird, um, obscure horror movies on VHS, and they're relatively
1: cheap. Yeah, you won't find those at a flea market. I feel like. Uh,
0: he's got on VHS, "The Hills Have Eyes" Part Two oh. for ten bucks. <laughs> Hell yeah, yes. if you want. So go check him out. He also does this thing on Fridays where he does, he like uploads weird, obscure Halloween movies onto his YouTube oh, channel. Oh cool! And you can just watch weird, old fucking. And they all they're all in VHS, so they all have that weird low quality that we love movies where the copyright's uh, written YouTube. out or Grainias, right yes yeah. of course
1: and it grainy and shit. no and everyone's like but no uh, we don't need to renew this you can do whatever you want with it but yeah i've seen a couple of movies like that interested. beast of the yellow night um is a like i think it's a filipino werewolf movie that my mom what saw that? as a kid uh, at the drive-in when they did like double features of like just any shitty movie Whatsoever, but yeah. she was like, "Yeah, like I saw that, and like you can find the trailer online, and it's like a cool classic trailer." But uh, I haven't watched it. Uh, it doesn't look good. <laughs> oh, of course, <laughs> it does not look good, but it's there.
0: But um, but I think I mean I feel like you know of the two movies, go watch both of them, form your own opinions. Yeah. They're good movies. They're worth the pain to rent them or going to the theater and watching them if you really miss that that um, that experience. Um, yeah.
2: Also watch Candyman three Day of the Dead. <laughs> or I got a better idea. You oh, can slam your head through what? the drywall. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: but as always, guys, you know, send us weird things to watch. Someone sent us. Um, they want us to watch House for uh, and do a show on that.
1: Dude, we everyone should do House and to... House Two. <laughs> I would love to talk. It's everyone... on Shutter. You know what movie I'd love to talk about? It's on about Shutter. Is Christine. Christine? Yes, I would love please. to talk about Christine. Because I need an
0: Everyone a, wants us to do the Idle Hands episode. I
1: need a reason to do. do it. I need a reason to watch I, Christine again. So that'd be great.
0: I'll give you the reason. Just go watch
1: Christine. <laughs> I want to talk about it. <laughs> um, I want to talk but, about uh, it.
0: You know, someone else sent us another weird movie to watch. So keep doing that. We, you know, we, like I yeah. said before, you know, we can't watch literally everything or even uh, have a Dude, you know what I just watched? Out there.
2: What? I watched. Um, was it Prisoners of uh, Ghostland with Nicholas Cage? You said it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Oh, I thought you said it was awesome.
1: <laughs>
2: At what what I was watching was awesome until I got to the end and I was like, "Oh, this is oh. <laughs> this is just a fucking So movie. what you're oh. saying is that I'm it's, gonna love it. Yeah, no, George, you're gonna <laughs> love I think it. Midnight Mass would be kind of cool to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I
0: would love that. Has George fucking watched it yet? By that face is it yeah, looks like that? no.
2: So on the hot seat, George. No. <laughs> just, I'm getting to You it. should watch it, George.
3: I'm getting to it. I'm, I'm you and
0: Felicia would it. love it. it. What, are you, what are you watching right now? Great British Bake Off? <laughs> you you're just binging all the seasons of Shark that? Tank. That's what I
1: fall asleep to sometimes. He's watching, I'm binging Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like be going to sleep and I'll just hear someone being like, you're going to make a marmalade with a buttercream sauce and <laughs> uh, a, a nice... That's the real... A nice, that's yeah, the real I'm addicted orders.
3: to Lego Masters, okay? Whatever. Leave me alone. Judge me. Bro, I've already finished that season two. Come on Fuck now, a
1: Great. nice give up the program a nice buttercream sponge, <laughs> and I'm just like, mm, oh so God. nice. <laughs> <laughs> everybody wins but on yeah, that it. show. Even if you're, even if you lose, you win. That's what I love about it. It's not really yep. a competition. It's just everybody try your best, and here we go. Try your best. <laughs> and Make that fucking flaky.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that's, it. That's this show.
1: Yeah, watch that. Um, it's a good show. It's a good template for reality shows. You know, don't don't yeah. be cutthroat. Have a good time.
0: Have a good time, bake yeah. some delicious treats. Yeah. But um, yeah, guys, you know, watch these movies. Send us weird shit to read or watch. Um, and um, I think we got. I don't know what we're doing next week. I think we're gonna do. I know we'll definitely do Halloween kills. Don't you worry about yeah. that. But yeah, I think we're going to do Halloween Horror Nights discussion next week because it's okay. coming close close to the end of the Ooh, that's right uh, season for Halloween Horror Nights. So we can kind of talk about all of our nights going, review the houses. I don't know if Dylan remembers. I that, remember a but... lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all of them because uh,
1: Mike was kind enough to wheel me very, very slowly in the houses. Oh, and I was yes. in the fucking the Up We we, we walk
3: through the houses as slow as fuck,
1: dude. And no, listen. Mike will say it was for my enjoyment, but I say it was to uh, bring the ghouls out to uh,
0: oh yeah, give me give we, me quite I a scare. So timed perfectly, it was great. <laughs> I
1: gotta suggest to anybody if you can get pushed in a wheelchair by your Yeti friend, you should do it. <laughs> Mike's hands, Mike's hands were too big for the wheelchair handles. It looked like two baseball mitts trying to fucking grasp the handle. It's pretty funny. They don't
0: make I don't they're, they're small handles. And they're now. very small, very small. <laughs> but um I think we'll do that. We'll do Halloween kills, so we'll kind of Yeah. talk about a movie. We'll talk about Halloween Hornites, and then the following weekend, not this one but next is Spooky Empire.
3: Oh, Whoa.
0: Um, oh yeah. So we'll do some we're going to do a lot of live videos and YouTube content for that one. So okay, cool. we yeah. won't do an episode on Spooky Empire, but we'll do a lot of like Instagram feeds and shit like that or something. Out. Now. Yeah. If you haven't followed us on the social media, do that. Um um uh, other than that guys, I think that's it. So it's been a pleasure, it's been another weird fun episode, but as usual, I'm Mike I'm Pat I'm Dylan I'm Jorge See you nerds next week When Patrick Fuck you Dylan he Eats cauliflower <laughs> I do <laughs> <laughs>